Welcome to Table Talk, Episode 3, Part 2. This is uh, continuing from Part 1, of which we are discussing storytelling with your hosts, myself, Alejo, a.k.a. Graydon95, Aiden, a.k.a. Sneaky Adolf, or It's Sneaky Adolf, I believe it is, and Boo, a.k.a. Prince Boo 21. So yeah. I hope you enjoy the rest of the podcast. Uh, We cover something that's more comprehensible and a little bit easier to actually respond to without being completely upset. Um, But yes, I hope you enjoy the rest of the podcast. I just... I, I just need a second here just to, like, fucking just deflate or inflate. I don't know anymore. Yeah, no, I feel... I think it's both. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. There's like some videos where it's laughable, and like don't get me wrong, like this was definitely worth a laugh. But like, yes, we were able to at least if, bring up I just, points. I feel I feel hollow, thin, like butter, <laughs> too much bread. Bilbo Baggins, he's a good man. How many stories do you think he thinks are in The Hobbit? One. Is it one, two, I think, three? I think he thinks it's one. I legitimately think that he would think that it is one story. And that Bilbo doesn't go through multiple stories or, or, or at it, all. Or does, it, or does it not qualify? No, um, I, think he, I think he would think that any... a story. I think, he would, I think that he would say that any book qualifies as a story. I think that it's just that it's not a a system that it's a story i i think that he i don't know i just uh, uh, i mean on one side don't get me wrong i do get like overall as a whole because i'll say like oh the story of my campaign is this sure and and that that's fine because you have you do have an overarching arc yeah of course um but you have smaller stories too of course that's just a part of it like legitimately overcoming the smallest hurdle in itself is a story that is part of a greater narrative like what will always be one of my favorite stories is how well in um uh the lord of the rings when bilbo not bilbo jesus when frodo is trying to leave the shire how well they build up the dread of the ring rates absolutely and how great Frodo and Sam and Mary and Pippin all like outsmart um the ring wraiths over the period of like months. Yeah. By using like Pi- I think it was either Mary or Pippin. I think it was Pippin though as like a body double for Frodo. Yeah, 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 that's right. And yeah. like that that was so fucking cool. Absolutely. And that's a really cool story. Absolutely it is. But it's only uh, one. Yeah. There's only one story. <laughs> It's like this guy read like where the wild things live as a kid, and he was like, "Oh, this is a story. It goes from one cover to the next." <laughs> and then like the very hungry read... caterpillar. Yeah, and then he's like, uh, "Oh, well, the great expectations. Oh, well, this is one story because it is goes in cover to covers. covers. Yeah, what's that? Multiple characters have their own arcs and yeah. story. No, that's not a story, right?" I just, I, I don't understand. Sips Coco. 
that fucking mug, dude. <laughs> oh my god. <clears throat> I've already lost my voice slightly. <laughs> this fucking guy. Oh my god. It's okay, it's okay. Next we get something that's not entirely offensive, thankfully. Yeah. Um, this is uh, XP to level 3, isn't it? No, no it's not. This is taking 20. Oh. My personal nemesis. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm I'm like looking at your um your source channel. Yep. And I just see taking 20, taking 20, taking 20. It's because 20. every now and again he says something that I'm like master and I'm yeah, like, "Oh." It's a, it's because every now and again he says something that I'm like, "I don't agree taking or 20, taking 20, another taking 20." Like I I just I just don't agree. With some of the stuff he says. Other stuff, I'm like, yeah, that's fine. That's good for discussion. We can talk about it. But, like, some of the stuff, I'm like, what are you doing here, man? Like, yeah. uh... There's even things like, um... Um... XP to level 3. Uh, yeah, yes. XP to level 3, I think. Yeah. It, where he's like, um... He also had a video that I was uh, immediately like, what are you doing? Yeah. Do you yeah. remember that uh, skit a while back of um, XP to level 3 did where he was playing the wizard hidden and he was like, mm, Which one? magic. Oh, yeah, yeah, counterspell yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, counter. It's no, like... dispel magic, excuse me. Dispel magic, yeah. I fucking hated it. Yeah, no, it was stupid. I it wasn't funny. like so many of his... Same. Dude, I fucking loved his warlock video where he's talking Absolutely. about the different kinds of warlock and like humorous ways to talk about the class and he's just yes. like... I don't like this one spell, hence the whole uh, class is, is bad. Um, and then because of that, wizards are dumb and they should be removed from the game because I know myself how to make an entire playing system better than a whole board of people. I just don't... I don't... Maybe we should do that one instead. <laughs> the wizards are dumb one. I... Because, like, I, I remember watching that, and I... Get, I'm definitely going to get angry if we watch that. I, Dude, me too. It's fucking bad. It's a bad video. By the way, is this going to be counted as intermission, or... Um, I think are we this still is live? just going to be B-roll as we're still alive, honestly. <laughs> Cause... Okay. Hi. Um... Oh, by the way, don't forget to wish everybody a happy Valentine's Day, because this is coming out then. <laughs> um, Get fucked. Or, or don't, if you do not wish. Or do, if you do wish. Um, <laughs> oh, man, dude. I just, I feel like a deflated balloon. I know, I do too. I just... <sighs> And and not just like a regular deflated balloon, but like one that a three year old kid has tried to like inflate multiple times, so it's oh, just sure. filled with spit. Yes, it's disgusting. Yeah, um, I, I I am empty and moist inside. <laughs> uh, I let's move see. and I hear squeaking. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, well, maybe we could. Oh man. Maybe instead of this one, we can do a different Taking 20 video. I don't uh, know. There's... Because, oh, like, I, I'm not really too too strict about what we do next here, because that was... Jesus. that I'm like, at the moment, I'm just like, Jesus Christ, you know? <laughs> this guy. 
Um, yeah, my my options here, of course, are um, the tiers of D and D players, which I think just kind of offended me in the sense of like you're using a scale and you're using something that can be used as like people go and say you are a worse tier than I am, yeah. and without like only but tier. Players and up in my campaign exactly like you've said that but you've also said that this is just a guideline and it shouldn't be used that way but you've made it so i don't understand your yeah. point right and your uh your title is as a whole very much implying that it is to this be is used the, this as is a the measuring thing. stick exactly there's that then there's the house rules thing um from uh dungeon dudes then there's um his other video that I literally just watched, which was uh, the best two D&D classes for a two-person uh, campaign. Mm -hmm. um, that literally depends so I know upon what, how the campaign and is like, built, though. And, like, he puts, it, he puts it as a joke of, like, this is definitively the best ones, obviously. But at the same time, he just kind of brushes over other things in the video. Which is really annoying to me, so I don't, I don't get it. I, I mean, I would personally say warlock and rogue, or warlock and druid, or druid and rogue, simply he, because. I think he um, puts like druid and something else. Yeah. Yeah, simply because like at two people, you don't have enough people to reliably fight off a lot of people. Well, that, combat. Hello. He. Hello. Classes. Welcome back. Great. Um. He 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 has he po he poises it as a campaign in which combat is the majority because that's all he talks about except for like one combination that's for role play right mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. I I again I also go like why not just make it so that it's the best of both worlds for combat and role play right because you but the thing is you can role play with any class so that's and you can yeah. do combat fine with any class as long as you're dungeon master. It's all dependent on the fucking dungeon master. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's so annoying. Like, anyway. Like, literally, you can just say, like, oh, well, I think a rogue would be good because with two people, we're mm -hmm. likely going to be outnumbered a lot. So exactly. doing something with which we can, like, even the action economy of the fight would be good. And then the right. DM just, okay, fuck you, everyone has true sight. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah, you could get into that fucking... Or, or we can do... Yeah, hundred percent the DM. Absolutely. Um, or we could do um, why your Dungeons and Dragons villains suck because that that struck a nerve with me. I remember that much. <sighs> it's again. Yeah, let's let's give that one a shot. That one, okay, cool. Okay. Let's do that one. Uh, All right. Lou, what do you think? Uh, I have no opinion. I just came back. <laughs> All right. I'm down for whatever. Okay. Cool. As long as you're down for whatever and you can't okay. complain otherwise. Sick. Yeah. I'm also just going to say this now, uh, just as a chance for me to soapbox a bit. Mm -hmm. Um Heroes because I'm not sure boy. how it's... relevant it'll be in this video. Mm -hmm. Um but given that the theme of this podcast as a whole this week is uh storytelling as a yes. whole. Uh, mm -hmm. Not only in D and D or in our um, in RPGs, but in media. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, I am so fucking tired of people using subversion of expectations as an excuse for shitty writing. Yeah. Yeah. I no am, one stopped being tired since like two like, years ago. 
Yeah, no, for me, the first big one was Game of Thrones Season 8. Yeah, there's also that, yeah. Uh, and they're like, yeah, we wanted to subvert expectations. And I'm like, no, dude, you just tried to wrap everything up quickly and shittily. And you're saying, oh, well, you didn't expect it, hence it's good. And it's like, the reason why we didn't expect it is because well, it makes no sense. There's also... And you're doing this Star Wars now, oh, the... a fucking lot now the unfortunate fact is that also the argument that they have the people that defend that shit is also the you did it's not what you wanted so it's bad to you and that's not even the argument whatsoever yeah you're right it's not what i wanted what i wanted was a good ending exactly it's it's not we get deus ex machina out of exactly it's so it's again like star wars i've seen so much on that of like people are just like fucking uh i agree that it's fucking bad <laughs> right <laughs> like like there's i haven't i don't think any of the newer star wars stuff is good i don't care yeah. i i yeah. will talk about that with other people if they want to but i mm-hmm. know for a fact personally that it is just bad um yeah, yeah. and not I, just I've personally heard... excuse me uh, entirely so <laughs> yeah, no it's it's bad yes like uh, and people are like, oh, well, it's it's meant for kids, and it's... Oh, space- fuck you with that yeah, argument. Like, oh, I always hate that. Just, just because it's meant for kids doesn't, doesn't mean that doesn't you can mean. write things badly. It's the in same fact, thing for any kids show. Yep. In fa- yeah, in fact, because it's for kids, and as such, kids are little sponges, yep. it's because it's for kids that you should write it better. The yep. best, so that they are inspired yeah. and also, like, are... are actually like well, sorry that they are actually inspired to cr- produce content the same way right yeah because yeah. if they go through and they go oh this is shitty then yeah you know if a kid goes oh, it's shitty media is enjoyed by turning your brain off and enjoying the yeah that's also that's also then... <sighs> just turn your brain off well excuse me sir i'm sorry i'm not a fucking piece of wood I can't do that, you piece some of, of us shit. Have, some of us have more processes to turn off. Yeah, I don't... I, anyway. Uh, that's a yeah, whole conversation. Why our D&D villains suck. Yeah, so this okay, kind of goes with our theme. Um, and again, uh, I've said it before, I don't, I don't really enjoy most of the videos that come out of this guy, mostly because I just don't like the personality. But some of his videos, like this one, I was like, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, let's let's start from the beginning because he says he has a titular beginning line. Yeah, it's great. Heroes are boring. It's true. You can look at almost any well, movie, the heroes suck. book, or story, and it's pretty obvious that at their core, heroes are as bland as cauliflower with your steak dinner. Sure. So, can we talk about that for a second? Yeah, boring heroes are boring. Yeah, I was going to say, if your hero is boring, sure, fine. But heroes in general are not boring. And I think, let's give him his second point, because I think that's that's part of it. Sure, I mean, some of the things that they do can be exciting, but I'm talking about who they are, not what they are usually forced into doing. Okay, so, what they can do can be exciting, absolutely. Yes. Nothing wrong Superman with that. Punched the big guy real good. Superman punched the big guy real good. Is Superman boring? Yes. Is he? 
I would say so. He's a Mary Sue. Okay, so I don't, I don't, I don't really see Superman really get conflicted. So Granted, there, I don't read the comics exactly. There are, I, I've heard, I could be wrong. I've heard that there is a comic series line of which Superman, um, is more is conflicted. I think, and I'm not entirely sure, but here, but, um, that he's conflicted to the point where he doesn't want to do anything and he just mm-hmm. walks the earth. Right? Oh, what the fuck was that called? Oh, I remember it. Oh, who's got it? Cool. Oh. But that, that is a whole thing of him being introspective on himself, right? And I think it's be, it's because he's, like, trying to figure out if he's actually good for the world or not, right? Yeah. Um, that's, that's pretty cool. Ah, that was, that's what it was called. Superman Grounded. There you go. Superman yeah. Grounded. That is apparently a very good series where it's actually using the character and making him interesting. So I don't think that Superman himself is boring. I think that... Mm-hmm. That he can be made to be interesting as a person, right? As a character. Um, in, in that case, I will edit my statement to... Um, due to how comic book characters and how they're portrayed oftentimes varies from artist to artist wildly. Mm-hmm. Um, Superman, like most characters, has the potential to be interesting... However, the way in which he is represented generally is fairly lackluster. Mm. I can agree with that. That's hard to say. I can agree with that. Um, And, yeah, I think that's more a a detriment of writing um, than than anything else, which is Mm -hmm. just unfortunate and should be worked on. Um, Then again, I haven't read many comics for, like, a while here of anything, really. Um, So... I don't know how they're going right now. And for me, too, is I just really need to hear his beginning point again. Okay, sure. Heroes are boring. It's true. You can look at almost any movie, book, or story, and it's pretty obvious that at their core, heroes are as bland as cauliflower with your steak dinner. Sure, I mean, some of the things that they do can be exciting, but I'm talking about who they are, not what they are usually forced into doing. And it's not their... Okay. Sounds I like would, you haven't read very many good stories then. Yeah. I I would bring uh, as the, in my opinion, the perfect counter to this would be One Punch Man. Yep. Okay, One yeah. Punch Man, One yep. Punch Man is a character that is so insanely powerful that he finishes any fight with one punch yes. and he is bored and his being bored is the entertaining aspect of this the the manga and anime as a whole mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as well as him working his way through the world and if you're watching that manga that uh, anime or reading that manga literally looking only for the scenes where the one punch man uh punches someone on occasion you are seriously depriving yourself of exactly enjoying yep. that show as a whole yep. totally like, I, oh, yeah, sure, the things he can do. Wow, yeah, he punches someone, and it's over in, like, 0.15 seconds. Yay. Right. What that, about the seven episodes before this that were leading up to this? Exactly. Like, that's that's the whole thing of... I, I don't understand the statement, because you haven't, ex- you haven't explored the entire character if you're just saying that the character is boring. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, sure, some characters can be more, I don't know, normal than other characters in the sense of like they're like you and me 
right? They're just like a dude. That's mm. boring, I guess. Um, but I don't think that that's the case because you can also go, well, it's interesting that this character who later becomes a hero started out as such a simple person. Yeah. Right. Let's yeah. analyze that. Why not? You know. Yeah. Um. Backstory so I think has its merits. I think it's I think it's incredibly reductive to just say that and and generalizing to say that all heroes are just boring. Also, this is a great frame, by the way. I've just realized. <laughs> um, it looks like a fucking uh, high frog. Um. <laughs> uh. <laughs> But I think I've also now realized another part of this, this, um, why I don't like these videos mm -hmm. is he made that point way too fast. Yeah. He did not let that breathe. And it's not, it's not to the point of like movie Bob, right? It's not to that fucking point. I don't know if you guys know that. Okay. No, I'm thank God totally familiar with him because okay. I'm all. Okay, yeah. Don't don't ever watch one of his videos because you will fucking explode. I watched yeah. a lot of them when I was like first yeah. watching YouTube and shit. Oh god. Oh, it's a I'm bad. Fucking sorry. Yeah, it was bad. Um, you look back and cringe. Oh, I do. Oh, I do. Um, but, but yes. Um, it, it it's it's not to that extent of like going a mile. It's not like a Yahtzee, but where Yahtzee like does like funny things right and he actually like pauses for jokes in a timing way right yeah where it works this it's it's not to that extent but it's also not slow enough for you to absorb it all at once i don't think yeah. it's just it's not good dude it's just not good <laughs> personally i have in these 20 seconds i have not really found anything worth faulting him for I, I mean the the point itself was abysmal and like you said incredibly reductive in generalizing yes uh but i so far in these 20 seconds have not had an issue with pacing no i understand i i've just after watching several of those videos over like th all the way yeah, through no. that's that's my problem cuz we're going to be pausing so you know yeah. <laughs> what what what's that term called when um uh, oh yeah, steamrolling. Yes, it's kind of what he's trying to do is kind of steamroll his videos because I've I've seen a fair few of his videos and okay. um as time has gone on, I've kind of generally lost interest in his stuff as I've his channel has taken a turn for the clickbaity and the yes. why this sucks. Yes, and I need to fix it and I will show you how to yes. fix it. I know. It's... Um, and I get it, dude's trying to make money. I get it, but it kind of turns me off. Yeah, well, I mean, he gets sponsors and stuff. Like, I mean, eh, you know, you can make money, but also make good content. You've, you know. Yeah, you, you can be like, "Hey guys, I have an idea. Yeah, you, I would like to pause it with you. Exactly. And you not can going, open why your villains suck. You can open the discussion. You, yes, you person looking at, yeah. at the monitor. Your villains suck. Exactly. You can open a discussion without immediately putting down your viewer. Yeah, without like going on the aggressive. <laughs> exactly. Like what we try to do, hopefully. Fault <laughs> uh... <laughs> <laughs> because heroes are simply reactionary creatures. They are simply reacting to what the villain in the story, the truly interesting character, is Captain doing. Marvel I've talked about this here. Oh, God. <laughs> Don't get it. The Captain Marvel. 
It's Don't so get into what? Sorry. Captain, Marvel, Captain Marvel. The movie oh, is so bad. Oh, yeah, she's not. Gosh. She's incredibly she's, proactive. You're right, and she's an act. She, you're right because she's the villain. Yeah. You fucking like anyway. Um. Yeah. Okay. So let's let's. Uh, so heroes are reactionary. Um. Mm -hmm. To villains. Apparently that makes them boring. Well. I, I guess apparently I would say that makes them at least predictable at worst. But yeah, like, I would say so. I if you're viewing the the hero as a sort of um a not quite a perpetuation, but as like a representation of say the law and the police, then yeah, sure, it's reactionary. Because I guess so, yeah. You cannot stop a crime before it happens mm -hmm. without being horrible, <clears throat> a la Captain Marvel. <laughs> um and that's sort of a huge point of contention between her and other heroes because she's like, well they were going to commit a crime, so I killed them in front of their family. Mm -hmm. Um and the people are like, what the fuck? You can't do that. Um, however... It's, it's the fucking um, thought crime movie, whatever that one was. Minority yeah. Report. Thank you, Minority Report. Thank um, you. Uh, yeah, also uh, that one anime with the uh, the crime coefficient. Don't um, know that one. Uh, crime coefficient. <laughs> it was uh, Psychopaths. Oh, I've yet to watch that because I want to. It's it's fairly decent. The premise is really cool. Yeah, there's uh, also basically, a game I think as well. Uh, basically, there's sort of like metal detectors all over, like when you board a train, when you leave a train, when you sure. go to work, when you leave work, stuff like that. And what they do is they scan your brain for like um, it's like levels of certain chemicals. Ah, uh, okay. And very basic thought processes, mm -hmm. and they send police out to stop crimes before they happen. Gotcha. And the system as a whole is sort of being abused by the government. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah. It's really cool premise. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, uh, uh, heroes are reactionary generally, sure, but a lot of like your edgy anti-heroes, uh, <laughs> Batman, for instance. Yeah. He's not an anti-hero. Literally, re uh, literally researches villains and stops their crimes before they can do it because he has, you know, hard evidence mm -hmm. and just goes and like, it kind of goes back to the Captain Marvel thing of like, oh, precognition. I knew they would well, do it, but. Mm, technically, actually, if you pay attention to what he does, he doesn't do it. He does it when he finds out about a plot, right? Like mm -hmm. the 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 villain has usually um started their plan and something has tipped him off to it, so mm -hmm. it's not a thought crime. It is an act active, like in progress thing. And and also, I guess following that same process, then yes, he would be reactionary. Yes, but it's not like Batman is always waiting for the bank robbery to no. be like the robbers are in the getaway car when he decides to swoop in. Exactly. Yeah he absolutely will confront them while they're around their planning table going, all right, this is how the heist will go. Yes. Yeah. I agree. That is, that is true. But again, I, I understand what he's saying. Like, um, reactionary. Sure. That's fine. But that's not like boring. That's fine. Yeah. Um, it, you can't, 
it is it is the whole thing of like you can't have a conflict bef- when you don't have an initiation of it. Yeah. Right. You can't yeah. have good and evil when the evil has not even been present. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. then you're not heroes anymore. Then you're you're, you're just there. <laughs> yeah. Right? You're just there. Like I, I think it's just part of the story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. sorry. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Anyway. On the channel that heroes are reactionary and villains are actionary. Villains are what drive the story and the plot forward. Harry Potter is an incredibly boring person as a character. But because Voldemort, the actionary villain, is forcing Harry to fight and survive, he's pulled from what certainly would have been a rather boring and bland life into the role of a hero. Hmm. What's the problem with that, though? He's using that as an example to back up the fact that villains are reactionary and protagonists are reactionary. Well, I mean, that's just the nature of villains and heroes, really. Yeah, Most I agree. Of the time, anyway, I agree, but I would also say Harry I is would say not it doesn't have to be though. I, I would say okay. Please elaborate on that first before I go on. That's that's what I meant. Uh, saying that um, heroes can be actionary is when I said Batman oh, with wait yes, for oh, sorry. to happen. Yes, you're right. Um, yeah. Sorry. Um, but Reactionary yes. heroes are reactionary. Absolutely. Um, the I would say also Harry as a character is not 100% boring. Um, I never actually read the book, so I don't have any input. That's fine. Um, so, yes, um, because Voldemort exists, Harry exists. Um Otherwise, Harry would not exist. Um, so I well, guess <laughs> technically, uh, he would have existed. Harry well, yes. would have existed. Harry he... Potter, the local legend, wouldn't have. But Harry exactly, Potter, boy would have. So I guess, I guess everything that Harry is is because of Voldemort. Sure, um, but that doesn't mean that he's not interesting in the sense of like he's one a wizard, two. Yeah. He has um, the ability to speak to snakes. That's quite interesting, right? And again, yeah. this is stuff that you don't learn about too like much until it's brought up. Um, mm-hmm. But again, it doesn't mean that he's not interesting. Yeah. Personally, I don't find Harry too interesting. I think I think having a character that is hated by his. Um, his family, or his, not his immediate family, but his family that takes care of him and is forced to live under a stairway in a small cupboard is rather interesting, right? Because, like, you get that premise and you go, why? Yeah. Um, for, for me, it wasn't his family hating him because you can have family that dislikes children that they're forced to take care of, like... sure in real life and whatever sure uh what struck me as the most interesting character was snape's like hatred for him like day one well yeah that's Um, also snape was always to me the most interesting character oh sure um but but again i again i would say that there is something there that is compelling it's not i mean it might not be for everyone of course um Mm -hmm. but i think that it, it is a disservice to say that he is all intents and purposes like uninteresting right he's got stuff there that somebody can latch on to yeah no there's there's definite appeal don't get me wrong there's uh, opportunity for appeal yeah uh and this is coming from somebody who doesn't give a shit about harry potter (laughs) like i don't Uh, i don't care anymore i used to sure but i i don't 
Yeah, I, I'm just saying for me, Harry doesn't quite hit those notes. That That's totally fair. Like, ooh, yeah. ooh. I agree. What's, this go- what's going on with with uh, this guy over here? I agree, and I'm just I'm just putting out I'm pointing out that there are things that somebody could do that. So I don't see how you can just say he's uninteresting, right? Yeah. I don't yeah. know. The hard anyway. truth for most of our favorite heroes is that without criminals and villains, the worlds that they would exist in would resemble the boring monotony akin to Stepford Wives. But I don't know about that, because, like, what if Indiana Jones didn't, like, have the Nazis and shit, but he just went on those fucking, like, adventures? That'd be yeah, cool. That'd be, that would be pretty fucking sweet. Mm. That'd be basically, like, if you... Like Nathan Drake, but with the, but without yeah. the enemies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're just going and raiding a thing, and then trying to deal with like the ancient ruins yeah. crumbling. Yeah, pit traps. Yeah. yeah, it's super cool. I don't. Yeah. Come on. Like Nazis make it better. Don't get me yeah, wrong. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Somebody will take that. Promise. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a quote that you can take from Sneaky Adolf. <laughs> the Nazis make it better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the Nazis make it better. Adolf. Twenty twenty. <laughs> that's yep. a future us issue. <laughs> yep. Villains. The fuck you, future me. Interesting. Without a villain, you don't have a story. Without villains, oh god, here we go. The story of Batman would just read: a young billionaire Bruce Wayne went to the theater with his parents, and then he grew up to be a businessman. The end. Not. Mm, that's okay. not to declare. So, what what if teenage Bruce Wayne saw like ninjas and he is like, "That's really fucking cool. I want to be, be a ninja." A ninja. Yeah. I need to look up the definition of villains. Oh boy, here we no, go. No, legitimately, uh, this is. Oh no, I know. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so, so definitions in a this. in a film, novel, or play, a character whose evil actions or motives are important to the plot. Okay, so if we use that definition, right, then I guess, potentially, that could have been the story of a boy goes to the theater, um, nobody holds up his parents, so he just goes home and has a happy childhood, right? Yeah. So if you want to use that for, for, but usually, as far as I'm, as I know, villains are, um, defined by being oppositions to something um as as far as i'm as as is used like in the everyday i'm not sure uh that's because of the generalization of the hero's journey being used as like the one and only story that's represented that's represented wherein your hero is the protagonist and the villain is the antagonist i guess so Uh, and the protagonist is always a force for good, and the antagonist is always a force for evil. Fair. Um, well, I've got more here of a cruelly malicious person who is involved in or devoted to wickedness or crimes, a scoundrel, and then you've got the plot thing again. So, I I guess if we go from a purely semantic standpoint, then yes. Um, but like you were saying, I would say... Perhaps he became, like like you said, he just went, hey, that's a ninja. Neat. I want to be a ninja dad. And his dad was like, I have all this money. Sure. Yeah. Right? And then later I on. I make another son. Yeah. I can- <laughs> it's a good thing we're going to live forever, forever Martha. Um, <laughs> Why did you that name? <laughs> oh, I was thinking it too. Yeah. I was hoping somebody would take the bait. Um. um... <laughs> 
And, like, don't get me wrong, that version of Batman would absolutely be less compelling and less interesting, but it can absolutely sure. still happen. Yeah, absolutely. And then he just goes, well, I don't like crime. I'm going to stop it with my ninja power. Yeah. Right? Like, Super, it's... Superman becoming a hero, um, like, didn't really have to do with villains. Yeah. It was, I was raised by loving parents on a farm. Who taught me right and, and wrong. I had... Yeah, and I had powers. Yep. And I decided to start like using these powers for what I consider to be good. Exactly. So like Hey man. <laughs> exactly the most appealing story. And oftentimes in Dungeons and Dragons and role playing games like Starfinder, we as dungeon masters focus too much on the action of RPCs, what the boring heroes are doing. I mean, it... are your PCs yeah. boring? Mean... Yeah, because this sounds like a you and your PCs problem. Yeah. What are your PCs doing, man? Yeah. What if your PCs uh, are the it's villains? Not, it's definitely <laughs> it not the story. Like... <laughs> yeah, it sounds right. Like it sounds like his PCs are getting a little bit too immersed in the game. Yeah. Not enough story, <laughs> not enough roleplay. I know, man, right? No, no, like... you mean, uh, yeah, not enough story, too much roleplay. <laughs> yeah, man, why aren't you just railroading your players? Come yeah, on. They're not artists. They're not. <laughs> oh, God. But, like, legitimately, I don't see, like... If yeah, you focus like, on, you can have your own players be their own villains. You can have your heroes be their own villains, right? Yeah. You have inner conflict. That is a you thing. You can run an evil campaign, yeah. Yes, you can also run an evil campaign completely. And then, which is, the villains are boring. Ugh. Yeah, right? Exactly. Then your heroes are your villains? So... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then everybody's sense. boring. Our players have these yeah. characters, and we need to fill a few hours a week of random stuff for them to do with them, so we create haphazard dungeons for them to crawl through and random monsters to ambush them out on the not road. Necessarily. Which, I mean, it's fine, it works, and I'm certainly not here to say that if you enjoy those beer and pretzel types of games that your fun is wrong, but... It okay, wait. Um, so I've heard this, he says this a lot, beer and pretzel type games. Uh-huh. Um, when he refers to you just get together and fuck around... You know, you're just like, eh, whatever, right? But like, even those games, like, yeah, like, uh, sure. So many people have so many problems with the way other people play their game, and they always try to play it off with, oh no, 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 oh, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, 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 but, no. You're fine. Yeah, it's fine yeah. if you like that <coughs> beer and pretzel kind of game. Yeah, it's very strange. Like, just fucking own it. You don't like that kind of game. You think other people are playing it wrong. That's the problem. He even says that he likes that kind of game every now and again. It's just like... Yeah, it's just... almost like variety is the spice of life. Exactly. Then why do you even make this fucking video then? I don't know. Because he needs money. Yeah, you're right. <sighs> so we're here to say no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, your money is wrong. Yeah, your money is wrong. <laughs> Give it back. Give me my <laughs> money. Give me your money. I am your villain now. I will be your villain, I promise. Give it to me. Interesting. Don't worry. <laughs> yes, I am I an interesting need, villain. Uh, I just need weekly payments to be interesting. <laughs> yes, please pay it's me to be interesting. It's hard work. <laughs>
<laughs> but I, no, I, like legitimately, I, I you don't need to have a villain there. You can just or you don't need any of those scenarios. I literally have had my players running a fucking tavern. That was what they were doing and I going like to school. These, I feel like all these people have never had a game where it's like 90% RP. I don't know. It's like, very they claim to, right? Yeah. But, but they don't seem to act like they have. You know the Tabaxi campaign? Yes. Yeah. Yes. That, no combat. Yes. No combat. One session, and we and it's like, oh, this is going to be a one-shot. You're all Tabaxis. You're not going to be fighting. You're merchants. You're whatever. And yeah. we all fucking fuck loved you know it. And even months shot. later, we want to come back to it. I know. I don't get that impression with any of these people. I know, right? I just... I. Uh... If you're struggling with really hooking your players into your stories and your plots and you find them often drifting left and right to cling to that random throwaway NPC without solid direction, as we all kind of joke about them doing far too often, it's because your villain sucks. And in my experience, even with my own writing and my game prep, when no, your villains feel can... flat and generic, it's because you don't actually have good motivations for them. And I, I mean, that is more absolutely the, such a huge false dichotomy. Yeah, like you can absolutely have a whole host of reasons why they latch on to players. Yeah. Some t to certain NPCs. NPCs Sometimes yeah. it's because they like the fucking voice. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes it's because they're like, this character is really funny. He make me go, haha. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like legitimately, that's why the people. That's why my guys like, um, like my enchanter Rasulf. It's because he he fucking always he doesn't stop laughing. He literally cannot stop laughing during his conversation. He's a fucking weirdo, and he fucking loves experimenting with magic and blowing up. Sometimes he loves it's it. Literally, always the NPCs that are doing weird, random, like bullshit as their yes. profession and are a little crazed. Yes, yeah. and then everybody's it's... like, "Dude, what's going on with him? I need his help, right?" Yeah, <laughs> it's it's literally like, uh, the old drunk dude Simomir that yes. like blew himself up because he loves working with gunpowder and is getting his crunk on yeah. twenty four seven for the last fifty years. Absolutely, and also the one slightly insane hobo. That had the same voice as Similmir. Yeah. Yeah. And I had no lines prepared for. Yeah. Or like there's also like and it wasn't even expected that there was just a um a moment in my game a couple of uh yeah, a couple of days ago. It was um we we were playing and the the Drow character, um, she she has been attending the the university and being a part of the necromancy um the necromancy college because or the next romancy um section of of the of the the school itself and um she's been working with the head necromancer who's also an elf who just likes undead to the point of fascination with any kind of um death like to dissect and research and document and they hit it off so well because they all they did the same thing and they literally kind of like lived in the same room for so long that at some point she just kissed her and oh. and then I was like, oh yeah, I mean she also would feel the same way, dude. Yeah, okay. And so they got together. Like that's a whole like so many things, man. And it was an un unexpected relationship, but it made sense, 
right? But here's the point, though. Yeah. Your villain sucks. Oh, right. You're right. That's the only reason. I don't even have a villain. <laughs> and so, and also, exactly. also Alejo, <laughs> don't forget yes. that uh, that's not story. Oh, you're right. I'm so yeah. sorry. <laughs> I've hit, I've failed. Every time they tell me they really want to play my game and they really enjoy it, I've failed. Yeah, well, <laughs> Every like, single don't time. Get, don't get me wrong, Alejo. Yeah. Your fun is not wrong. Oh, but okay. <laughs> but I am. You're right. <laughs> Fuck this. Magic stones so they can come back to life types of motivations because that's not a motivation. That's a goal. And there is a huge difference between a character's motivations and their goals. Okay. I'm talking about... Yes, they complement each other, I guess. So. Yeah. I, I typically think as a motivation of as something that pushes a character in one yeah, direction to and a goal, goal as something that pulls a character towards a direction. Okay, yeah, that's fair. ...about truly understanding the one or two things that is driving them forward before we even get to their goals and the things that they'll do to satisfy their actual motivation. So let's look at the two big goals for a typical character, wealth and power. Now, most no. of your villains will no. at their... If you're making <sighs> an actually sucky, shitty, boring villain, yes. But like, I think most DMs wouldn't just well, he be... said he said character, not villain. Yeah, he's talking about in general. Like he's this talking is about your players. This is well in like anything. It doesn't matter players, uh, yeah. NPCs, anything. They either <laughs> want wealth or they want power. Now, See now I've watched this. Now I wanna <laughs> I wanna make a town in a game where literally every single NPC <laughs> is trying to steal from one another. Even the guards. I, that would actually I, be I, really I was funny. The complete fucking opposite. Right. It's a town where that is overflowing with wealth for some reason. <laughs> and they just give it away. And people are like, I don't want this. I don't want this. Take it's it. It's a curse. Take it from me. And someone's like, hey, uh, how much is an apple? It's like, oh, no, no, that's fine. No charge for the apple. Oh, no, please. I couldn't do that. Take 50 gold. And the merchant's just like, eh. <laughs> no, 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 no. You don't understand the apple itself. It comes with 50 gold. Please, please yes, take. Please. Oh, please. <laughs> right? Oh, like... no, no, no. My ancestors would roll over in their graves. 51 gold. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we're talking but about like, characters. But, like, legitimately, legitimately, like, I don't. So, I've watched the entire video before. Um, mm -hmm. That's why I put this here. Um, yeah. And, like,. I think later on he makes the argument of um, anything is is boiled down to wanting one of those two um, things, right? Wow. Uh -huh. Which I don't know. It love is is yeah, a factor, acceptance. bro. Yeah. Like, well, let's be you honest. Say, like, you could say like, oh well, the the lich is researching on death because his sister died in childhood. Uh, and he's seeking to like, like bring her back, and then yeah. you could say like, oh well, he's seeking the power to bring her back. Yes, but he has the goal, in the sense to bring her back. That's not that's not because of the that's not him going. I just want the power. That's him going. I want to resurrect my sister. Right. Yes. There is yeah, a even reason if it for it. Sacrifices me. Yeah, the power is the means to the end. Exactly. Yes. That's so... not the end goal. That's why that's why these fucking both of these are like yes, they're means to an end. The real goal is something else. 
Yeah. I don't know why these are the goals that you have put here that the goalie is already is like you you put the goals like midfield and the goalie is at the end. I don't know what you're doing here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like <laughs> or be chasing either wealth or power in some form or another. Maybe they want an ancient artifact to use that's power or maybe they want an ancient artifact. Why did they want to use the ancient artifact? Yeah, like bring back their dead sister. Oh, so they had a goal after that. Huh. Weird. Fact to sell, of course that's wealth. Maybe they want to raise an army of undead. They like the way it looks. Are they a gang leader who has taken over a small ma mining town? Maybe that's both wealth and power. Almost any goal a villain can have in your game can usually be broken down into one of these two okay, categories. That not I find them. fair. And this is a great place to actually mm -hmm. start as a dungeon master if you are building out a new campaign villain. You may not have a five page background on your villain with an intricately detailed history, but you do know that you want your campaign to include a necromancer raising an undead army. Mm -hmm. I mean, that is totally fine. That's yeah. fine. Starting yeah. with Literally the goal before digging that. into motivations is much more common than the reverse. But if you stop here, you're going to have a much more difficult time developing this villain in your game and story. Not necessarily. For your players to... I was going to say, like, if you stop really there, if, well, like, I don't think anybody goes, my villain is going to raise undead. And then That's they stop. It. Yeah, right. no, nobody does that. No one, no, no one good, just fucking no, does that. Yeah, no, people absolutely do that. Fair, okay, fair enough. There are people who do that, but no one that you're going to, like, say that was a really good villain would go, mm -hmm. that's that's it, right? Yeah. If, if you can describe your entire villain in, like, one paragraph or less, maybe consider making more. Right, exactly. Yeah. Like, sure, so I guess I agree with you, sir. I guess. Love to hate, and they most likely won't have much attachment to them in your campaign story arc. Let's face it, the necromancer raising an undead army isn't exactly the freshest idea, but that doesn't mean that we can't make him into a memorable campaign villain that your players will talk about for years to come. What we Fair need enough. to do is look at his true motivation. Why is he raising an army? So then, so then a, a motive can be a goal. Right? Like, in the sense, in this sense, if we use motivation of why, it's mm -hmm. to, it's to un raise the undead to bring back his sister. We use this example. That is the goal. Yeah. And that is his motivation. Yes. It is both. Yeah. Your, and it's neither wealth or power. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, okay. So, so that's a little more complicated than just than just going it's wealth or power because yeah. again you're you're stopping a step before and not asking why so you're not making the goal i think at this point i can basically sum up his whole video yeah do it and it's that um to, to our listeners out there um if you as a player are taking time to develop and to make your character interesting um, and you come up with like a four page backstory um, about why your character left home or why they can't return home or the why they view certain things the way they do and then if you play a D&D &D campaign 
and your primary antagonist and or villain um is super underdeveloped it feels pretty bad yes so what i would say as an appeal to our listeners out there who aspire to be or who are dms um kindly consider crafting a villain with as much love and consideration as or more uh than your players put into their characters agreed yeah and if you make a villain that is just the evil lich who is evil because shut up mm-hmm. and who lives in a tower because shut up mm-hmm. and has a bunch of zombies that are invading the town because shut up maybe consider putting in more yeah well it's that it's that popular saying you you're either a hero or you live long enough to become a villain yeah right so make your villains like build them from the ground up as a hero and then figure out how they became a villain yeah right like that's that's incredible like if you can go this guy was once like this is a whole different archetype of course but this guy was once a a noble hero and Mm -hmm. slowly over time he became corrupted due to whatever reason say his sister died and you know his young sister died who was born years after him and he wants to get her back or um i don't know uh you can go with a promise to a fiend that now impulses him towards certain trends exactly that's what i was yeah you he made a pact and so he has to fulfill his pact and even though he doesn't enjoy it perhaps he's a conflicted villain right where he has to do this stuff but he doesn't want to right or or perhaps it's like say uh a caravan of orcs traveling through that have disrupted the local ecosystem making the hunting village have uh issues mm-hmm. it's not that the orcs themselves are antagonistic toward the village it's just that sometimes ways of life do not um overlap well yeah and exactly and that's that becomes a more of a gray area like they aren't yeah. really the villain they're just in the wrong place at the wrong yeah. time, which is they're, infinitely they're interesting. They're to just do their own thing, and it's Absolutely. how do then I, as a player, resolve this? Exactly. You could either kill them all, you could talk mm-hmm. to them, you could figure out a different way to, like, move them somehow, like, mm-hmm. you could use outside forces to scare them away or kill them. I don't know, like, anything, right? You could do whatever. So, like, you can kill ma- the village that's complaining. You could kill the village, yes, and tell them all that they're being assholes. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Say, you know what? There's thirty people in this village, but there's forty-five orcs. The, <laughs> they win. The is to kill the village. Exactly. So, like, again, you can go about it any way as long as you give yourself the opportunity. If you write that, if you write it in such a way that you have more dimensions than two or one. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. And now he's going to tell us the, more things. Wow. Great. And the best part, too, is when you have villains that you think are actually the villains, but they're not necessarily villains, but have actually just been contracted out by the, the true villain. Oh, sure, that yeah. the actual conflict, and you're like, I have to stop this person because he kidnapped someone. And then you find out that they only actually kidnapped that person because money. Uh, yeah, they they kidnapped the person uh to sell to a group of cannibals who were holding a ritualistic feast at this one day of the year. Yeah, and but they didn't know out, that. Yeah, and you find out this, or even if they did know that, 
the right. slaver is not your real issue. Mm. Your real issue is the cult of cannibals that are going to raise this monster in this at this day. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. There again, multi multiple levels. You have you have um, your true antagonist, right? Onion. Yeah, onion. it's like an ogre. Um, <laughs> it, it, it has swamps, so yeah. you you have your true antagonist. Then you can have henchmen. Then you can have people hired by those henchmen, right? Yeah, you can have a ladder of it, right? And then you can add even more depth because then you go, well, my my antagonist is actually like a planner, or he did this off the cuff, or something, right? You you then figure out the motivation behind him having henchmen somehow yeah. right either he's powerful enough like a lord and then he's like ah all of my subjects you will do as i say and they're like yes my lord and then they do what he says right or or even people who uh are contrary to your beliefs of what is right so hmm. like my players who are currently doing work for the thieves guild yeah uh to recover someone who was um Someone who stole essentially a barrel of skooma. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, Holy yeah, shit. What the fuck, man? <laughs> one of my players, uh, the druid, was like, I want to get a lot of money because I always seem to lose mine. Um, and then instead of, you know, earning money and holding on to it, he decided that he's going to steal a barrel of skooma from the Thieves Guild and sell <laughs> it out of his apartment. So what I used as a hook for the next plot line was the thieves guild contacted them because they owe the thieves guild a favor mm-hmm. and they're like we need you to find and kidnap this person um because he was an idiot and decided to try to steal a barrel of skooma from us mm. um and we are already in the process of rounding up members of his family yeah. and we can't seem to find him um come to find out he's been um kidnapped by a slaver and is currently being sold to some rich nobles uh as part of a cannibalistic feast (laughs) oh um (laughs) yeah that's where you got the cannibal idea yeah yeah i think that's that's literally actually the arc that they're currently playing through but i haven't told my players where to find this podcast and i won't until we finish this arc hopefully because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> i really want to move on to the next one I um <laughs> and that's one of the things where uh the players as a whole should also be concerned about the fact that the thieves guild is also literally sil- selling drugs to people in the slums as a way of taking what money they do have yeah. Like, they don't have to like the people, and you could, in fact, consider the Thieves' Guild in the city to be villains. Oh, totally. Um, but there are sometimes strange scenarios at play where sometimes you have to work with someone who you would typically consider a villain. Absolutely. What is that saying? It's uh, something something makes strange bedfellows? Oh, um, yeah. Oh, fuck. Strange circumstances make strange bedfellows? Is that it? Something like that, yeah. Well, I'm thinking like um, keep your your uh, friends close and your enemies closer. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. politics makes strange bedfellows. Ah, okay. Yep, makes yeah, um, or adversity makes strange bedfellows. Something like that. Something. Yeah. 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 
All right, let's continue to have this man tell me why things suck. Yeah. In order to do that, we need to go back one step to look at his or her main villainous flaw. While this isn't the only method to break down flaws, I actually find it easier to think of them by using the seven deadly sins, or in our case, the six deadly sins. But before I talk about why? that, it is... Oh, that's right. Yeah, he has a sponsor. <laughs> yep. That's like... A lot of the let's skip forward because it's and our sponsor. No, I'm just joking. No, she is now. Yeah, I won't do it this time. I know. <laughs> What's this supposed to be? We changed it from Raid Shadow Legends. Oh, uh, fuck. He said it. Art Knights. Yeah, <laughs> that's the one I keep seeing lately. I don't know. I don't know what the popular sponsor is now. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's Art Knights. Is it yeah. okay? Cool for them. Have fun. <laughs> Actually, those dice there are really fucking cool. Yeah, yeah, all the dice and stuff are cool. It's Q Workshop, I think, or something. Yeah, Q Workshop. Well, the thing is, Q Workshop, a lot of uh, Q Workshop dice that I've gotten in the past, I don't know if they're better now, they were unbalanced. Ooh. So I don't really go with Q Workshop Ooh. anymore. You've just killed our sponsorship deal. <laughs> oh. I was going to say, and that you, our, uh, our sponsor, Q Workshop, makes some fine dice. <laughs> <laughs> all right. But... Amazing dice yeah. sets for yourself down in the description box below. So thank you, Q Workshop, for being a part of the taking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. I gotta do this. There was one point. Um, you remember how we were talking about how to be a great GM and how you guys don't like him? Yes. Mm -hmm. There was one thing in his dice video that totally makes sense, though. Okay. He's talking about glow in the dark dice. Yes. <laughs> yeah. If you're playing D D in a dark room where the only thing you can see is your dice. Mm. You can't see your sheet. You can't yeah. see your books. <laughs> so that's, anyway, that's very strange. You're right. Yeah, that's that's just that one little point that I thought mm. was actually fairly. Smart. No, I think anyway. I think he's I think he's trying to appeal to the millennial crowd who use all of their D and D Beyond and all that. Yeah. On their iPod and their um phone. I mean, I've yeah. got like two sets of glow in the dark dice. I don't have any. But I, don't I literally just have them just because novelty. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. That's fine. Appreciate it. So after scratching sloth from that list as why not be terribly great for our dungeons and what? dragons villains, we're left. Apparently, sloth is not good a good sin to use. What are you talking about? As a villain, it's because a... villains are motivated. Yes, but you could also have They're it virtual. be. You could you also. Could... <laughs> you could have your villain be a, an agent of galactic entropy. Oh sure. Boom! Yeah. Done. Sure. Or or have them amass so much wealth. <laughs> Motivation Great. is wealth. Where they literally never have to work again and as such crash the local economy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or I mean Sloth itself, I think, is more um not willing to do anything at all. Yeah. Isn't it? You can also totally yeah. have you can also totally have minor villains that are like uh, local scum lords who own yeah. actually half of the buildings in town yeah. and who are shaking people down for money and when you go to confront them they're literally just like fat and like, i was gonna say from, like ooh, where ooh, they're moving ooh, ooh. What <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah i was i was gonna say like job of the hut yes yeah. any Hello? any any kind of any kind of stereotypical fat like lord of whatever right whether it be jabo whether it be like your apartment fucking manager who doesn't actually let you you know get anything uh updated in the apartment and it's the same as it was in the 1950s or whatever i don't know yeah. um yeah 
I, like, you could have that be the thing. You can take a page out of Full Metal Alchemist's uh, book. Yeah. And oh, yeah. they have Sloth as, like, one of the seven deadly sins. Yeah. And he's utilized as essentially, like, a blunt instrument because he's like, I don't care. Whatever it takes for me to get to my goal the quickest so I can, like, power down and go back to doing nothing. Exactly. Yeah, that's oh, actually the best example right there yeah. is like using the sin itself to be the motivation, right? Yeah. To go, I don't want to do anything anymore, so I'm going to take the easiest route. Absolutely. It is both his motivation and his flaw. Exactly. Oh, man, it's almost like they're fucking, like, many fucking onions to this fucking onion cake. There's anyway. a lot of onions to this layer. Yeah, there's a lot of onions to this swamp. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm totally going to make a dungeon that has like in the beginning of it it's just gotten like a shipment of food or whatever yeah it's gonna be like 10 bags of onions and they're Hell all yeah all of my players are gonna be like oh they're sacks full of what appears to be stuff and they're gonna look through it they're gonna be like what the fuck it's just a shit ton of onions and i'm just <laughs> gonna say there's many onions to this layer <laughs> oh, oh god oh <laughs> <laughs> with avarice greed lust gluttony pride and wrath just like our goals of power and wealth almost all of our villains should be able to break down into one of these villainous flaws if not several of them does okay our you said extravagant so. thief lust after a beautiful noble that is above their station sure. so they wish to build their wealth and power in secret with devious means to impress her and her father does our bugbear gang leader have a simple gluttony for violence and torture as he looks to raid merchant caravans traveling out on the road, naturally building his wealth and influence in his Sloth and gluttony lend themselves toward each other very well. Sloth and what? Sorry? Sloth and gluttony. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They're, yeah, absolutely they would. Mm -hmm. Also um, gluttony and avarice. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, combinations of the two are absolutely, and he said several. So yeah. it, yeah. like again, like just, this, I this just, part. I still find it an absolute shame that he's like, oh, there's only six that you can use. I know. Yeah, there's like, absolutely seven. It's yeah. like again, this part. I'm like, yes, you can use these. So I have nothing against this part. This part is fine. Oh yeah, no, no. These. these this goes on for a while. Here, he's mentioning, yeah, these are fine. Yes, they're fine. The wrath of our necromancer seeking revenge, or in his eyes, justice, pull him forward with his dark plans, or is it perhaps his envy of the people's lives who have never known suffering like his that he wishes to correct? Maybe it's all of these things and more with multiple deadly sins layering on top of each other for each of our villains. But by looking beyond just our villains' goals of gaining powers by his means to achieve that goal of raising an undead army, we are now starting to create a more interesting villain than simply another generic necromancer, blah, 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 for our players to go out and stab to death until he is no longer a threat. Which we have already gone over. If you're doing that, you should really rethink doing that and just, yeah. like, flesh it out. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's very simple. So, still agreeing with him. Still agreeing. Point. Yes. Yep. We know more about our villain and how they'll react to their first loss at the PC's hands. We can understand how they'll adapt their plans to the growing threat from the players, and we can create a more complex story around them 
Instead of just thinking about how we are going to railroad our players with static villain goals, which is terrible. This is an issue that newer dungeon masters kind of sort of run into a little bit more by thinking that the players will encounter our villain here and defeat his minions. Then they'll talk to this NPC to find out about this. Then we'll have the players fight the necromancer here again. And finally, we'll have a big showdown here to end the campaign. If you Hey, that sounds like what the other guy was trying to advocate for yeah. being one of the ways to tell a story. Yeah. Which I, I am glad that he also this that taking twenty, I don't even know his real name, I don't care. Um taking twenty also <laughs> uh, Cody, agrees. I believe. Okay, Cody. Thank you, Cody. Um I th I'm think I'm glad that Cody also agrees that that is not the way to do it. Yeah. Good job, Cody. Truly understand your villain. You'll instead be able to look at how they'll adapt and change their course of action after encountering the PCs for the first time. But we need to go one more layer back to truly create a complex villain that won't feel static and predictable <laughs> to our players. We need to look My swap, at one getting singular, too big. most powerful motivator for man, fear. Fear is the most powerful motivator known to man. No, it's period. not, but okay. I doubt I would. I would, I would agree that it's fairly it's, strong. It's, I was going to say, it's fairly potent. Yes, oh, I guess. Yes, I don't know if it's the strongest. <sighs> I mm. His examples that he gives, I also kind of agree with. Um, but I also think that he puts too much... like. Because fear, yes, is a thing, but also, like, the examples the examples that he's going to give, some of them I'm like, well, it could just be something else, not fear. Yeah. Um, so, yes and no? <laughs> I, I will say, overall, I do find myself tending to agree with him more than I do disagree. Yes. Uh, however, I do find it an unfortunate habit of his that he pigeonholes in on, like, uh, there's a scenario which can have like four possible causes or resolutions. Yes. And he pick and he picks one. Yeah. And then he says, This is the scenario or exactly. resolution. And then he says, Why is this the scenario or resolution? I hate it. I hate and it because so much. and because he's tunneling down this one path with complete abandon, you're you're missing uh the overall depth of what you could have. I feel like I feel you're, like people you're missing are... the tree for the branch. Yes. i you're missing the swamp for its layers. Um but <laughs> I don't know. Um but I feel like people are I, I understand the algorithm for YouTube is fucking annoying, right? And people need to make it to make the algorithm happy so that they can be successful if they're actually living off the income. Um, yeah. But I feel like people are too afraid to make longer videos so that it can explain these points out more. I feel like it's a detriment to making these videos where you make ones that are 10 to 15 minutes to 16 minutes and 3 seconds long and not actually put out all the scenarios and all of the stuff that could be happening, right? You yeah. don't actually provide all of it because then you have people like us who are assholes who come in and are like hey you fucking idiot no <laughs> right like what are you what oh, yeah. you're literally the uh, how many, uh let me take a quick look huh? uh you person with 191,000 subscribers as of the time of this video, you are in fact wrong. And yeah. us with our zero, we are we right. We have two. We, oh. we, we do? Yeah. One of them's me. Hey. <laughs> uh, 
Oh. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I don't. I don't subscribe. <laughs> you don't subscribe to the podcast? No. Oh. I was no. there for it. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. I just did it in order to have the the link uh, available easily. So uh, fine, I'll, I'll unsubscribe from the podcast. Fine, I'll, I'll do it. Damn right. Yeah, podcast, that's right. Podcast three, we lose fifty percent of our viewer count. That's right. <laughs> Get fucked. Let me go. Where's my fucking subscriptions? Oh, there they are. Oh, uh, it takes a second. Shit. Yeah. Oh, wow. I hate this channel. Man, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> Table talk. Leave Unsubscribe. a <laughs> Oh fuck! I found something else that says table talk. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. But it's got a it's got a hashtag. Oh no. Oh shit. Maybe people are talking about us. Nope. It's it's a whole thing from oh. six years ago, three years think, ago, five years I ago. I think we're good. I think we- I think we can co-opt that. I think that's old enough. That's yeah, old I, think, I think that's fine. Yeah, I think that's fine. I didn't know about this, but get fucked, I guess. Me. Um. <laughs> what? what? Well, we I have. Sorry, we have. We have. For. We have the additional discussion and discourse as our subtitle, so we're fine. This is true. Um. All right. Well, fuck it. These guys suck. You, I'm unsubscribing. You know, anyway. You know cool. Why? You know why you don't have 190k subscribers, Alejo? Why? Because you don't make titles that are ten words or less in bold yellow font with a big old D and D, really and sell, sell viewers the idea that they're having fun wrong. I know. And yeah. uh, in your title, and then teach them how to fix it, while all the while saying, "But if that's how you enjoy it, then your fun is not wrong." I fucking hate it so much. I fucking yeah. hate these fucking videos so much, and that's why I want to talk about them all the fucking a, time. A, a video title should not be longer than six words. Alright, well, unfortunately table talk, discussion, and discourse is five, so... <laughs> I should, yeah, should well, I... here's the thing. That's a series title, and then the actual okay. episode title. Mm-hmm. Oh, fair enough. Alright, let me... Yeah, let me... so like table talk, discussion, and discourse, and then the first episode would have been The Mercer Effect. That's true. That was three. Yeah, that was three. Anyway, (laughs) episode two, D and D in popular media. No, it was more than that. I put more than that. (laughs) Oh shit! Well, God, it was it was fate of fate of Cthulhu and D and D in uh, pop in media. I think it was. But here's the thing. That's a very that's a very to the that's a very to the point. I think so too. Concise title. It's it's a state of content not i think so too i think it's wrong. great i think it's great anyway I think maybe we should get back to what the fuck we're supposed to be talking about <laughs> what do you mean no we're talking about the ch- the fucking channel of podcast don't worry about it that's what people came here for obviously yeah. episode four or three whatever episode this is storytelling storytelling i don't subscribe <laughs> yeah you fuck <laughs> I don't support my own project. Whatever. You know what we should talk about hey, this is your project. It? Hey, man, you're a part of it. Get fucked. <laughs> I think the next thing we should talk about, now that you're talking about, oh, I hate these videos so much, yeah. we ought to talk about those how to play blank in D&D. Yes, those I think so. <sighs> I think that's a good next one, absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, um, 
But yes, uh, okay. <laughs> so we might be able to squeeze one of those in. Uh, going no, I, not tonight. Yeah, Boo, I gotta wake up early tomorrow. Boo's gotta wake uh, up okay. early. So yeah, after this sorry. is done, we're gonna be done, unfortunately. But yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, it's cool, dude. No worries. Um, yeah. So let's keep going. Yeah. Tells me how things suck. Isn't even close. Everything you do is motivated by fear. Everything. No. Let me give you an example. No. To show you how powerful fear is. And this example, by the way, is incredibly fitting as we're just a few weeks away from Black Friday shopping right here in the US. In 2014, for the entire month of November, the Microsoft Xbox One was available from Amazon, Walmart, Target, <sighs> Best Buy, and Newegg for $349.99 the entire month. Anyone looking to grab a new Xbox for Christmas could have easily gotten their hands on one for that price for almost a full month. What time do you think that all those stores opened up for Black Friday that year? That's right, 6 p.m. on Thanksgiving You didn't give Day, me time to say anything. One of the holidays of the year, and instead of spending time with their family, thousands of people sat in lines across the country, camped out for with 12 their hours to be one of the first in line to get their hands on a still relatively new Xbox One for the reduced Black Friday special. Do you know how much the Xbox One was on sale for that year? $329.99. That's right. People gave up their entire <laughs> holiday with their family to stand in line for 12 hours <sighs> to save $20. Ironically, if those same people had simply worked 12 hours at the minimum wage at that time of $7.25, they would have earned 87 bucks, not counting holiday pay, or if they made anything more than the absolute minimum wage. Why? Why would they act in such a ridiculous way to save $20? Because, because they're scared! <laughs> Frugality? Um... Yeah, it's, yeah. That's not a thing, I guess. Quite literally needing to save as much as possible so you can live? Yeah. If you want to use food as an example on Thanksgiving, why not simply say that, uh, oh, you, you only eat because you're afraid of starving to death. Exactly, like, right? No, yeah. like, it's like, not because food. you're hungry. It's no. not because you love the way this fucking It's not because it's is. biological or anything. Yeah. yeah. No, that's because your body is scared of starving to death. Yes, I'm sure my body thinks. My brain, I know that does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, but... it's your brain telling you to be scared of starving oh, to death. Oh, that's true. It motivates you. Oh, it does. That's your does motivation it? and your goal is food. Oh, my goal. Oh, my motivation is greed? Yeah. Your no, wait. Oh, no. <laughs> And your villain sucks. Cool. Oh my god. Again, like, sure, this is an example, but still, you're wrong. Like, it's a really bad example. No. Fear. They were so overcome with fear that they might miss out on the sale that they gave up their entire holiday with their family. It was that. No, they didn't. So no, they, I, I would, yeah, I would the, have Thanksgiving multiple he, times. He says this so fucking matter of factly. I can yeah, tell you like, for a fact. For a fact, personally, that I can say, if you go up to one of those people who was there, and you went, why did you stand in line to get the Xbox? They'd go, it was cheaper. Yeah. They wouldn't Not go, they wouldn't go, I was deathly afraid that I would miss out on this sale of a piece of plastic that has computer parts inside. <laughs> right? That's ridiculous. 
That's yeah. absolutely. It's like it's like saying, "Oh man, if I don't get this, I'm not gonna live," mm-hmm. which yeah. is fucking and, ridiculous. And also, he literally mentions earlier in the video of possible motivations for a villain for like avarice yeah lust yeah. you're not afraid that you well you can sometimes in some certain it can, it can be, like, be applied oh my yes. god i i may not sleep with this chick oh no and right get a little flustered up but like sure. generally that's a pretty niche situation yeah it's just I, I don't i don't think i'm ever probably going to ever implement a character that is afraid of not draining his balls in some chick Right. Yeah, exactly. I don't I don't see why fear would be the factor of lust. Yeah. That yeah, that it, doesn't it that doesn't make sense. The Greed, only way sure. The only way I could ever see that happening and mm-hmm. like actually making sense is your character's afraid of dying alone. Sure. Yeah, or that's like it. Yeah, or but like that's not last lust. of your But that's not lust. No, that's exactly. that's survival. That's love sickness. Yeah, sure. Uh, but like only- loneliness right like there's also there's also like if if they were the last one on earth exactly right yeah you two are the last ones that is quite literally survival excuse me that's what i meant Um, or he's saying like oh there's the wrathful necromancer that carries out wrath that he thinks is justice where's the fear in that yeah exactly there's no fear there yeah that's drive (laughs) yeah fear that drove their action because fear is man's greatest single motivator. Why did Bilbo Baggins keep saying leave it. the But not only, but not its only work? motivator. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's like once once again Cody has five options available, picks one and says this is the only one. I know. Yeah. Cody, my dude. You, you were doing so well. You're probably you a nice guy. One. You're probably a nice guy in real life. I'd All play right. a D&D game with Cody. I'd probably play a D&D game with you. Yeah, it'd be yeah. fun probably. <laughs> But yeah, like, dude, it'd be fun to hang out with. Please like... make better videos. My God, I can't. Like, I I watch them because I need I need to now. <laughs> I don't know why. It's a hate click. It's a. It's just. It's just like, what did you say today that yeah. will make me angry? It's like right? it's people who watch the news just saying, "Okay, what the fuck happened today?" Exactly. What the fuck went wrong? You're this my. Time? You're my fucking CNN, Cody. Oh jeez. You're gosh. my news. <laughs> All right, I got to go back because he makes a fucking point here that I just I can't stand. Sale yep. that they gave up their entire holiday with their family. It was that fear because okay. fear is man's greatest single motivator. Why did Bilbo Baggins leave the Shire to go chasing after the dwarves with his signed contract? Because he feared missing out on the experience. It's- did he? That <laughs> I don't think he was afraid of it. Yeah, um in fact I... it was the fear that nearly kept him from going. Exactly. Yeah. Like he was also, like no. Also the fact that he's like oh these people gave up their entire holiday. And I he's know. like two minutes earlier people lined up at 6 p.m. and it's like you do realize you can have Thanksgiving at lunch, right? In fact, like yeah. it's a whole day. I don't, I, don't, I don't know about other people, but my family's typically done Thanksgiving for lunch. Yeah, I've done it for the yeah. whole day of like it was lunch and it was dinner. Yeah, like and, we we used whatever I, was at lunch and whatever leftovers there were was dinner. Yeah. And yeah. then um I literally know uh families 
um, who have Thanksgiving at lunch, mm-hmm. and then they all group in the car, and they take votes on where they want to camp up. Oh, sure. And part of what they do for Thanksgiving is they spend time with their family in line. And here's the other, yeah. the last one that's even crazier than both of those combined. Okay. Some people don't even celebrate Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving. That's yeah. true. That is Sometimes totally fair. Sometimes yeah. people just can't get together on that day and they have also to do true. it a different day. Yeah. We yes. usually do ours on like Saturday. This year, my family celebrated Thanksgiving on Black Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Makes sense. Also, I have a feeling that um, he's also ignoring the fact that the average consumer populace is, like, woefully underinformed in terms of the products that they actually want. Right? In in fact, it's actually the way that a lot of products are marketed is in order to take advantage of this. Yes. And... um, Personally, uh, when I wanted a Nintendo Switch uh, this fall, hmm. I was checking price listings almost every day during the month, oh, uh, sure. as well as reading various forums on like predictions on what it was like. And I found out that it waiting till Black Friday would only save me. It was like twenty eight bucks. Mm-hmm. And I was like, cool, I will buy the Switch now. And I bought it like in the early portion of the month and then waited to get um, some releases for games during Black Friday online. There you go. Yeah. I mean, my experience. (laughs) Nope. Go on. Uh, I was was just going to say, if you're informed, you typically don't make those decisions. Yeah, exactly. Like, like I can tell you, if I were to go back every time I forgot that the Steam sale was going to come and literally the day next, the like very next day, it's 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 a thing. And I bought something right before that. I would fucking not. (laughs) Right. Like, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it's just or like shit. when you check the steam <laughs> yeah. sale and you find out that you actually missed out on a game you yes. don't spiral into a panic attack because oh my god i missed out on my game exactly you just gotta sit there and then you smirk a little and you're like well fuck and then exactly. you continue with your day yeah it's very simple uh, we don't get fucked over by it you fucking idiot sorry cody you're probably nice <laughs> the same reason that kickstarters guys yeah, do beautiful so hair. well because people fear mm. that they are going to miss out you go to work because you fear being homeless you comb your hair because you fear what other people might say <laughs> or think about you, you go- i don't comb my hair cody what about that <laughs> it looks like you don't comb your hair either cody come on <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, man! <laughs> but like, yeah, man. No, I go to I, mean, I go like, to work because I fear being in poverty. That's yeah. that's what I do. No, 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 no. I to go an to extent, work because <laughs> to an extent I go to I work because I want to fucking buy video games and shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like to an extent, I suppose yes, but at the same time, that's not my driving factor. Yeah. Right. If I only if I only went to work in order to avoid poverty, I would go to work a whole lot less than I do now. Yeah. <laughs> and let's be honest. Let's let's even extrapolate this a little bit further. Sure. If every single person in the world 
is motivated by fear to perform every action, the world would be filled with psychotic fucking madmen. Oh, absolutely. It would <laughs> the be fucking world would bad. A lot slower than it does. Yes. Yeah. It would One be would paralyzed of making us bad. More choices. Yeah, the world would be yeah. a fucking shithole more than it already is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, a disclaimer at the end because I was nearly about to rip into you on that one. <laughs> Wait, who, which? Uh, you're like the world. I thought you were just gonna say the world would be a fucking shithole, and I'm gonna be like, but it is. Oh yeah, yeah no, no, more than all, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, anyway. Cody. Thanks for reminding me how the world is shitty. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for informing me how I work. Yeah, I really appreciate that. Yeah. Go Jesus. to college because you fear trying to find a good job without a degree. You yeah, man, no. that's why I go to college. No, I go to college because I went to college before and my loans are fucking substantial. So I went to college again so I could get a break from having to pay them for a while and also learn a trade. Wow. Mm. <sighs> that sounds like fear to me. Right? Yeah, no, it's it's <laughs> fucking fear, dude. It's not practicality. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> brush your teeth because you fear losing them and on and on <laughs> is that why you brush your teeth cody <laughs> i was gonna say i think we're getting more of an insight into him <laughs> yeah, right yeah. <laughs> cody are your teeth okay are you a scared are you afraid of everything a scared are you a scared <laughs> my teeth Cody, uh, like, how'd breakfast go for you this morning? I was so afraid I was gonna die. <laughs> he's he's that fucking he's that fucking aunt from a series of unfortunate events. Oh my, oh my god. god. Oh shit. Yeah. Like oh <laughs> legitimately, god. don't touch the fridge, it could fall and kill you. Don't touch the doorknob, it could shatter and uh, yeah, a million pieces a get into your eye. eye. Yeah. <laughs> oh like god, legitimately. That's Cody, that's not how people are. Did you watch or read that once and go, this is life? This wow. Is <laughs> Cody related to her. <laughs> this this person. Finally, this person. the one sane person. <laughs> <laughs> to oh my go god. Back and apply this thinking to our villain. With this knowledge, we get. Oh my even god. PCs. Right. Instead of thinking about what a villain might do, the actions they might take that qualifies them as a villain, now we can look and say I make clickbait videos because I fear people not watching them. <laughs> <laughs> it's so mean, but it's so true. Uh, it's so easy. <laughs> Just a fucking target on your head, man. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry, Cody. You 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 make you do make some fair, pretty decent content. Yes, yeah. you do. It's like this is just so easy, though. It's true. Also, like it's you're, like you're be... making a meme of yourself. Exactly. Don't like if somebody gets all up and upset about this about us. If they ever watch this, right, and get <laughs> and get upset about us fucking ribbing into Cody a little bit, we're fucking joking. Get over it. Yeah, yeah. I, I have. Yeah, I have honestly nothing against Cody. Uh, yeah. I'm like, I, what was the, I just, the last person that we watched? Oh, uh, I don't fucking yeah. care. Yeah. yeah, he's a fucking dumbass. Cody oh, yeah. Yeah, Cody, Cody is like, I just don't like your content. I'll be honest. That's really it for me, and that's yeah. fine. Yeah. You know, it's nothing against you as a person. You're probably cool. Yeah. I've said this. I'd probably yeah. play, play a game with you. It's neat. Yeah. But yeah. <clears throat> Does this character have that might 
drive them to goals and means of achieving those goals that qualifies them as a villain. Our villainous thief lusts after the noble woman because he fears a life where she weds another man and his life without her. His goals of gaining what? wealth and influence. He's a little bitch then. <laughs> he, can't fucking, cut. he can't fucking get over it. Right? He's just like he's just like, hey, um, so can I come and watch, please? Cause otherwise, like, I can't live. Like, it's like that copy pasta from 4chan. I know, yeah. Oh, like, oh, I come home, Chad's fucking my wife. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, I don't, like, if he's really truly afraid of that, then he really needs to get a fucking chick. Like, the, I don't the, know. The, the lich in his tower is actually an incel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so afraid. <laughs> oh, women don't like me. Uh, I'm a nice guy. <laughs> I don't know why they don't like it's, it's like, again, if you're writing characters like that, what the fuck, man? You're shitty at writing characters. Right? <laughs> like, like not to tell you that you're doing it wrong, but you're doing, it, you're wrong. doing it wrong. Right? Are, did oh you write God. some of these characters, Cody? Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> all I can assume <laughs> is that you've done this they before. Sound, they, sound, and you're they sound like they're afraid of things. This fucking, like <laughs> this fucking screen, by the way, in response to that. <laughs> oh. oh no I did write them <laughs> what are you afraid of Cody <laughs> I see that I see that like mild tinge of panic in your eyes <laughs> what's going on up there boy what's going on behind those eyes <laughs> <laughs> yeah really <laughs> <laughs> I know they're a window to the soul, but when he looks in, he sees a mirror. <laughs> and he is terrified by what he sees yes. and everything else. I'm gonna start calling him courage. <laughs> oh my god, it hurts a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. Uh... Oh, Merle. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it. That's the worst part. I can fucking see it. Uh. <laughs> it's J2 because Courage has like the worst dental hygiene of like any cartoon character I know. You'd think he'd be afraid of losing his teeth. Yeah, really. <laughs> the fucking hole drilled in it. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Okay. All right. We're almost there, boys. We're almost there. <laughs> yeah. Let's bring it home. Yep. are accompanied with means to achieve those goals, they would obviously make him a villain. Our drow priestess's wrath caused by her fears of failing Walth and what that means for her house. Understanding this will tell us as dungeon masters much more that one's about kind her of valid. when and if she'll Yeah, that one, actually, yeah, that's fairly yeah, that, valid. Yeah, yeah like... I, don't, I don't think that fear of failing Walth translates necessarily to wrath no yeah, but i so. do like, think fear of failing wolf does something. motivate to action yes, yes. exactly i think yeah. fear is a thing that motivates like absolutely as you put fear motivates to action not fear motivates to sin yes well the, the action, action the uh, action can be sinful sure but yes. it's not necessarily yeah like but in the same sense you... fear can also paralyze Yes. Yeah. Ken. So. Well, like, I just, I don't understand, though, 
and maybe this is me just like the point like whooshing over my forehead but sure if you're wrathful mm-hmm. uh you should be in general hold on let me look up the definition this time <laughs> full of or characterized by intense anger sure. if the drow priestess is afraid of failing lolf uh that that doesn't translate to her being pissed off at the adventurers in the Underdark. Well, um, actually, I would say it could, in the sense of the adventurers are the things that the that Lolth has said you cannot let escape, right? Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. they do so. Oh, and then, and then, then she gets escaping. Then she gets vexed by it. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. yeah. There, there are okay. absolutely okay. places where it can apply. I would say. Yeah. Um, but yeah. She'll re- react to allowing the PCs to escape after her initial encounter with them. Her pride might dictate the oh. means of her planned second encounter, and so on. Our there band of gnolls fear mm-hmm. their eternal hunger Absolutely fair. and what would happen if it goes unsated. Or maybe the leader's pride gives him fear of being just another servant in Yanagu's eyes. Knowing the difference will tell us what mm-hmm. types of goals our knoll leader might have. Do his minions fear death at the hands of the PCs more, or do they fear facing their leader having failed him more? That kind of thought process Mm -hmm. will tell us when and how fast they might concede a losing fight and flee. And And actually, to to to, yeah, I I, again I agree with these points. These are fine. Mm. Um, but I I would say um in reference to we've said now a couple of times where it's like yes, uh, this is fine. You know, this fear makes sense here and. Like, I'm sure to an extent you could make it so that the fear does also work for previous examples that we fucking laughed at, right? Sure. I'm sure you could make it work. It's just the way that he presented it. It's like a direct correlation. It was just funny. And it also just doesn't seem logical in that sense. But also, like, I had to explain exactly how the fear worked to Aiden, right? With, With Lolf and the drow. So... You have to have context. Yeah. Mm. Uh, just for me, the thing that uh, I I agree overall with the premise of the video. Sure. That uh, a villain that has no motivation sucks. Yes. Ab- absolutely true. I don't think anyone's gonna fight you on that, my guy. Yeah, no. No, I don't think uh, you. There's no man over there going. I think it's great. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, there there is that one dude who's like, it works for the story that they're evil. Um, Again, I think that man is literally made of straw, though. I don't understand how he exists. <laughs> yeah, Everyone um, seems to punch him all the time, and yet he keeps getting up. It's very he's strange. He's a hero, man. Oh, he's yes, you're right. That's why he doesn't die. Ah, yes, yes. Um, But, um, yeah, no one's going to disagree that... Uh, bad or non-existent villain motivation is something to be avoided yeah. however what the point should then transition to are is here are some tools and tips on how to apply that which yes started to kind of go to but then like pigeonholing in on but this is actually the one true mm-hmm. reason why every villain operates on yeah and then you're kind of back to square one of yeah. your villains suck because they're all afraid. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. so. when, you, when you boil it down, they're always the same, which is the same problem with having an underdeveloped, underdeveloped character as exactly. your villain. 
single time. Yeah. You should have a bounteous uh, variety of reasons why a villain does what they do, or even if they're not necessarily a villain, but just uh, a source of conflict. Totally agreed. Absolutely. And then if you, <clears throat> even in the case where you can't have a even if you have a case where the villain doesn't have a ton of different motivations, if they have one incredibly strong motivation that they believe oh, yeah. with all, they have so much conviction. Yes. That's important as well. Conviction. So even if you can't have a villain, it's like, oh, I want to do this because this and this and this and this and that and those and these and they. It doesn't mm -hmm. have to be that. It can just be one very, very powerful motivation. Or Absolutely. Goal or whatever. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And like, yeah, fear fear can absolutely be valid. For instance, um, mm -hmm. <clears throat> uh, Virgil from Devil May Cry, mm -hmm. he's, his whole thing is like, I need more power. But the reason why he seeks that power is because he was traumatized as a kid of uh, demons attacking and killing his mother and presumably mm -hmm. also his brother. Mm -hmm. And it was that fear of not being able to protect the ones he loved that... Yeah. Uh, ironically caused him to shove everyone else away and see yeah. the power above all else and commit horrible, horrible villainous acts. Yeah. Um, and it's like, fear can absolutely be a fantastic motivator, but don't act like it's the only one. Exactly. It's it's so much more. You need to, you need to make a video. Cody. Cody, let me, let me level with you really quick. Yeah? <laughs> Cody, if you ever watch this, Please remake your video. <laughs> Please. Just like just stop. Just stop you like you can't you can't just go one thing is the answer. It's not ever always the case, you know? You sure, there could be some cases, right? Yeah. Where where one thing, one specific thing is the answer. Not this one. Yeah. Come on, man. Welcome to my TED Talk. Thank you for coming. Yes. Skywalker feared for Padme, and it was his fear that caused him to become Darth Vader. Lord Voldemort's pride caused him to fear a world where he wasn't recognized as the greatest wizard of all time. So he saw a goal of power through villainous means. And the Joker, he fears a boring Fair and monotonous enough. life clocking into a Monday so, through Friday oh, 8 to 5 Yeah. So his gluttony oh. for causing pain and suffering to simply entertain oh, himself no. right? leads him to the life of yeah, a villain. No. So what if, no. Like that no, whole thing, no. that one. You're not, like, using, Joker. you're not using that word no. like it, I think you think it means. Right. I... Mm. Yeah. Mm. His his gluttony for chaos. Mm -hmm. No, that's not that's not. Can we just move on from that? Trying, you, yeah, <laughs> he's trying really hard. Yeah, I can tell. He's going. Hey, remember pop pop culture reference? Here's pop culture reference. Let's apply fear yeah. and gluttony. Right. God. Just come on, Cody. Yeah. What does this mean for your actual game prep? Do you need to stop and think about every villain motivation for every encounter? No, that's not something at all that I would recommend. It's not going to Could. improve your game prep. It's it's going to... Well, slightly. It, it could. You can't just say it won't. Cody. <sighs> Cody. Un unnamed truth. All right. Unnamed bandits on the road do not need to be three-dimensional characters. No. Yeah. However... 
having them be just unnamed bandits that you kill as essentially a numbers game mm-hmm. and a resource drain mm-hmm. isn't great. Maybe consider having them be able to be influenced some way or another Quite based literally, on their wants and desires. I actually have a, an example here um, for bandits. Um, Is it the tabaxi campaign? No, it's not the Tabaxi campaign. Actually, it's my thing. Um, I put in bandits who were controlled by cranium rats. Actually, um, because because um, I wanted to introduce the aspect that an illithid had come to the surface. Um, and so my drow character noticed these rats and was like, "Oh fuck!" and immediately fled because of fear. Um. But like, <laughs> but like, legitimately, after fighting the thing, they found these things and were like, "Oh fuck, I know what this is. Oh, we got to tell the archmage, right?" Mm-hmm. And then it started this whole cycle of her trying to figure out how to ready the town in order to combat an illithid threat if that were to come, right? Yeah. Like you can have your bandits, and they were fucking nameless bandits. But I yeah. added a specific element to make it so that it drove the story. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it seems easy Yeah, but enough. they're probably pretty afraid being controlled by those cranium rats. Oh, yeah, those yeah, bandits, yeah. they were super afraid because their brains were totally there. And mm-hmm. then the, uh, the cranium rats were afraid because... Yep. Uh, if they didn't brainwash the uh, the bandits, bandits yeah. the elephant would have gotten mad. Yeah, you're right. The elephant and, and then the elephant was afraid came because to if the cranium <laughs> rats didn't do that thing, then it would have to go back to the elder brain. The elder brain would have been afraid. Because... <laughs> yeah, and the the elephant came to the surface because yeah. he was afraid of not being able to satisfy his gluttony. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, his gluttony. For exactly yes. for brains. <sighs> Come on, Cody. You see what you've done to me. Yes. <laughs> you see what you're doing to us? Come You've on. Revealed Alejo for the hack he is. Yes. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Gonna slow it way, way down. However, I would absolutely recommend doing this for any significant villain in your game. Anytime Agreed. you have a villain who you are planning world-changing actions for outside Especially, of what yes. the characters see, or yeah. if you have a maybe a reoccurring villain. Those are usually good times to stop and take a look at their fears, flaws, Usually, goals, usually and good times. And as Not always. Idea, it's perfectly okay to do this afterwards with throwaway villains if your players suddenly take an unexpected interest in them or if they escape to become a reoccurring villain. So to help- Well, okay, wait. So if you kill off of a character, like if they kill a, a villain and then they have interest in it, you can't really do that to an extent. Right? Like, yeah. I guess you could in the sense of, like, oh, he was retroact Like, you retroactively say, oh, he was pulling these things behind the scenes, right? Like, you could do that, but I don't know, man. It's a little weird. Yeah. I guess. I mean, <sighs> eh. with this, I've built a quick and simple form-fillable PDF sheet that I've made available on DriveThruRPG as a pay-whatever-the-hell-you-want alongside my this. products, so you guys can head over there. I'll throw a link down in the description box below. Grab yourself a copy and use this for your main campaign villains. And hopefully it will get you thinking about them as a more complex character than the generic evil necromancer raising an undead horde. So now I want to pass it over to you guys in the community here. What kinds okay. of prep well, do you... Yeah. This is this is it. So I, I downloaded it. Uh-huh. And let me guess. The final answer to all questions is fear. 
<laughs> I was just, I was actually going to just fill out a Word document and send it to you guys and like yeah, three right. eight point bold font. It's just yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> so so downloading it, um, I put it in the yeah. in our in our little what thing here. Fuck? It's literally it's nothing. It's it's on there for pay what you want, but it recommends fifty cents. Um, it's 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 nothing but a single page. Oh God, yeah. he has fear the there. Fuck? He has fear. <laughs> He has fear there. Oh yeah, of course he does. Of course he fucking does. And then what? What the fuck? Yeah. So that's a thing. Um, uh huh. I, Cody. Stop. Simple villain guide. Simple. That's, very, uh, that's it. Is quite simple, dude. It is. Quite that simple. is so not. That is not even in question. Um, Let's make a villain right now. Okay. Sure. Uh, <laughs> fear, gluttony, wealth. Uh, what do they do? Well, no, no, no. Let's start off. What's his greatest fear? Yeah, true. You got to start with what his greatest okay, fear right, is. Sorry. His greatest uh, fear. Uh, starvation. Okay. All right. He ha- he he fucking does not want to starve at all. Yeah. Starvation. Starvation. Okay. okay. So right. his sinful flaws that would probably be greed and gluttony. Okay. Yep. Okay. Gluttony, yep. Greed. greed. Gluttony. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, should we throw in a quick little side thing of pride because. Uh, if he stops being recognized throughout the land for being powerful, then his income will slow. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wouldn't we that fall do... under greed, though? Uh, but no. he's but he's prideful. But oh, oh, okay. then you also have to throw in envy because if if he is ever anywhere underneath anyone, he will yeah. then he always wants that power there. Of yeah, anyone okay. else, so and he's got he that. Has, and he has a woman that uh, is super beautiful that he lusts after. Okay, okay. yep, yep. All right. As yeah, top I of see the food chain, okay. Yes. As top of the food chain, he has to have her. He has to have her. Yes. Uh-huh. And then, and uh, but else... she doesn't like him, which drives him to wrath. Right. Mm. But also, like, it doesn't. It, he she doesn't like him, but also, um, uh, like the other lords and nobles and anyone else don't do not like him either because he's such a fucking fat fucking piece of shit. Um, but he doesn't think he is, so he's he yeah. hates them. So yeah, wrathful. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so he wants he wants wealth, so he wants and, wealth also and also power. power. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So them wrong. Yep. Okay. Uh-huh. And his means right. to achieve that are um, uh, total monopoly of the economy, and okay. uh, he's essentially a mafia boss. Okay. So total. Of economy, uh, socio-economic mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, control, okay, slash downtrodden or downtrodden the oppressed. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, name Donald Trump. Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Organization, the United. There you go. States yes. All right. Government. The USA. Right. And, and then monster stat. Fe- yeah, yeah. Fiend. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah fiend. <laughs> All right. Fiend. Cool. Page. Um, oh, yep. Pa- yep. Page four twenty. Yeah, okay. Page four twenty. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. 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 Okay. Well, um, good. Please. Uh. Uh. If you guys, as listeners, want to use this, feel free. Uh, there's yep. a suggested donation of seventy-five cents. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. 
Jesus Christ. It's, it's, I mean, sure, if you have creative writing block, I guess it could help. There's no, there's nothing bad about this. This is totally, honestly, just not even worth any time. Yeah, it's um, really not. It's but literally it's, something it's, that after listening to the video, you could build yourself a notepad. Exactly. It's inoffensive yeah. that it's, that it exists. Um, so... I guess if you need it, go get it. I guess. But, like, it, it's not that hard to come up with a villain. It's really not. It's you really literally not. just have to go, what are they going to do? Or why sh Why are they going to do it? Right? That's all yeah. you need to start with. And then yeah. build it from there. Yeah. It's like, literally, <clears throat> for instance, the reason why my players are still alive, they've not gotten into a serious fight with my main villain, um, sure. a necromancer, Lich. Or not quite a Lich, because he never really died. He just kind of uh, kills people, and with the fresh bodies, he grafts parts of them onto himself. Oh. Like, oh, part of my cheek is rotting, and he'll, uh... like, kill a young elf, and then he'll, like, stitch on its cheek. Sure. Cool. Um, <clears throat> Uh, who ironically fears death, and mm. uh, the only reason that the party is still alive is because he's too prideful to take them down himself because he's like, this is beneath me. Mm. Um, he also happens to be working underneath another necromancer um, named Manamarco, who oh, is uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, an established <laughs> character. Elder Scrolls universe. Yeah. And the reason that they got away from him the first time was because he was under strict orders. If the base that you were overseeing is attacked, simply retreat and report. Right. Mm. Yeah, no, I mean, like, you must have watched this video beforehand when you made him, right? Like, I guess. Yeah. 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 It just stuck in your mind and, so much. And to, and to think that this was a simplistic villain that I made as a first time DM. Oh. Uh, making a story for the first ever fucking time. Yeah, man. Dude, being a new DM, you must... It's just fucking... It was a... It sucked. He sucks. Yeah. Yeah. He sucks, yeah. man. He's terrible. Like, legitimately, yeah. I will actually work on, like, providing him some more depth. But as far as Cody is concerned, I think I have all the depth I need. It's true, yeah. You've got it, yeah. dude. You do. <laughs> Thank you, Cody. Um, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> your channel's great. Love you to pieces. It's all right. Yeah, I really don't but, agree with this video. Yeah, yeah, no, the video's bad. Sorry, um, not sorry. Uh, yeah, I think that's I think that's everything for today. Honestly, uh, we've yeah. covered quite a bit, and unfortunately, yeah. Boo is a little bitch baby who needs to go to bed. Yeah, because uh, I got work. Yeah, yeah because, because I'm afraid of dying. Yeah, he, Why? Because yeah. he's afraid of poverty, and yeah. 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 And he's afraid of being tired at work tomorrow. That's true. Mm -hmm. He's also afraid of that. You're so yeah. afraid, Boo. You're so yeah, afraid. Too, I know. You afraid. need to be a brave boy. Yeah, man. Be yeah, yeah. the Chad that you fear to be. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so All next right. time, uh, what did we want to? Oh, right. How to make blank characters? Yeah, we'll have to figure out which one's the most egregious. Honestly. Yeah. Um. <laughs> That'll be one thing, and then... I've seen a couple of these. Oh, great. I haven't yet, so... Uh, um... They made me angry. Sick! Yes! Right. <laughs> so we'll go We'll go with one of those, and then we'll choose something else. I'm not sure yet, honestly, what our second thing could be. Um, yeah. yeah. 
It could be it could be that XP to level three video, or it could be I don't know something else. I'm not sure. Um, I remember yeah. actually um, when my players first got into D and D. One of my friend friends in particular happened to watch uh, Taking Twenties videos already, mm-hmm. and when we made the group chat uh, for like a solid couple months, mm-hmm. he just posted Taking Twenty videos all the fucking oh, Jesus. Uh-huh. And I, I was like, "Fucking hell!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what's even worse for me now is that they're just like recommended to me now, and yeah. I'm just looking at them. And I'm like, "Great, awesome!" Like literally, I see D and D adventures worst to best, and like the thumbnail implies that Curse of Strahd is the worst, and like I, mm, mm, that's based like that's based on my fucking my favorite module that I ever ran, which was the only module that I ever ran. Yeah, I happen to hold when mm. you ran Strahd as, like, a dear place in my heart. Yeah, it's really good. I really enjoy it. Also, when I made the most asshole character I've ever played. Yeah, it's good stuff. And it was Um, a fucking joy. Yeah, so... I might have to watch that later. It's 24 minutes! (laughs) What? Okay, well, anyway, uh, that's it from us. We're... We're gonna go and um, reflect on our lives and how much our villains suck and you know and everything. How, how scary everything is. Yes, and how mm-hmm. scary the world is and how much I just want to be in my room. Yeah. Please, please, for the love of God, watch the next video as well. I, I'm afraid that if you don't, <laughs> I I will be filled with wrath and <laughs> I d- I don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't know what I'm gonna do if you don't fucking subscribe yeah, that's, or that's like what the makes video. Me, that's what that's what makes me a villain. That's interesting because yeah. you never know what I'll do. Yeah, you never fucking know. It's not that you're terribly written and you haven't written your fucking. <laughs> you haven't been written that far ahead. Yeah, it's exactly. Oh no. <laughs> Our fucking story, man. Oh man, it sucks. Uh, yeah. but I've been on this earth for 23 years and I only have like one or two stories. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. (laughs) All right. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Have a wonderful week. Thank you for listening to Table Talk Episode 3, Part 2. I really hope you enjoyed it. Um, And this will be the last episode in which we did not have the audio-only versions available. So if you um, like what we do, please leave us a review. Or um, subscribe to the YouTube channel so and watch the videos there so that you have full context of the actual content on the screen as well. Um, other than that, if you want to leave uh, a comment or something as well, or send it an email, um, if you have opinions you want to share um, and you want us to look at or try to discuss, I guess, um, you can do that as well. But yeah, uh, there will be less of me in the middle, basically, um, because now we're going to be conscientious about the podcast uh, being audio only as well. So thank you again for listening, and we hope that you'll listen again real soon.